Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. Three simple words. I love you. It's interesting how we universally use the word love for so many things. You know, people say they love tacos. Uh, I love crepes. I love, actually, I love all breakfast food. Let's just be honest. I love home baked goods. Uh, I love to work out. I love to hike. I also love my girlfriend. I love myself. I love my family members, my friends. It's interesting. And why I bring it up is because what I've noticed more recently, and, and uh, it's pretty awesome, uh, is that in in my life, the people that I am associating myself with use that word uh, more and more. I keep hearing it more and more. I think that's awesome, for one. Uh, but it's not used in, in the way that... Uh, that we're accustomed to using it in regards to uh, tacos and uh, riding our bike and sunny days and warmer weather. <laughs> yes, we all love those things. Um, but I think it's just, it's just interesting to me. The, the deeper my relationships go, especially in the men's work that I'm doing, Meeting the guys uh, that I, ha the friends that I have here in Denver, um, you know, it's 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 not weird. It's not uh, it's not rare, which is great. Well, it's rare in general, but rare in my life, it's becoming less and less rare for my buddy to be like, "Hey, love you, brother." I'm like, "Love you too, man." You know, like, and it's really sad. I think it's sad because it's not like one of those things that men. Uh, in the past, let's say generationally, are really accustomed to expressing. Um, and it's interesting. It's really interesting. Two of my best friends live up in Canada, um, one in Toronto, one in Edmonton. They're both married. They're both of Indian descent. Um, and I asked them one time, when I came home from, I spent a, a month kind of touring Asia, if you will. I started in um, Dubai and then went to like Oman and Abu Dhabi, uh, India, a bunch of different towns in India, Mumbai and Cochin and Agra, saw the Taj Mahal, um, hit up what Thailand and Indonesia and uh Singapore and like just an amazing Asian trip. Um, but what was f one of the things that was fascinating to me the most was my time in India. Now, I'm in Mumbai, one of the, the most populated cities in the world. Like there's, oh, I'm just, I'm blown away, right? Uh, how much, how many people, right? And there's, there's no, there's no such thing as rush hour because <laughs> at least in Mumbai, every 
second of every hour is rush hour, right? We ended up actually catching a flight out at, I think it was like a 4.30 a.m. flight. I forget why we were, where we were going or what we were doing. Um, and, but we were on the road at like 2 a.m., 2.30, 3. And it was freaking rush hour everywhere you <laughs> went. Because there's so many people that are, you know, working internationally there. You know, so many uh, Indians that are employed by Americans or by American companies, right? So a lot of them, especially the the millennials and the, the younger generations, the 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, they work um, night hour shifts that are our day, you know, here in the U.S. And so because of that, because they so many Indian people work, you know, for Europeans, for Americans, like there just never is a rush hour. <laughs> it's constantly rush hour. And there's 22 million people, I think, in Mumbai, something like that. I, I don't remember. I didn't look it up. But gosh, there's so many people. But that's just a caveat to the fact that I saw a lot of, a lot of men who were openly affectionate, right? They were holding hands. They were putting their arms around each other. They were hugging. They were just very physically, uh, yeah, physically, what's the word I'm talking about? Thinking of um, physically active. That's not the right word. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> so I reached out to my two buddies and I was like, what am I seeing here? Like I, I, I look at these guys in the U.S. If I were to see this, I think that these guys are probably gay. And yet, I'm looking at these guys, and there's not uh, not any of that behavior that would lead me to believe that they were gay, right? And everywhere they go, you know, it's it's like the the typical masculine man, right? In the U.S., <laughs> would he would he jump on a, m- a moped with his buddy and wrap his arms around his buddy? Probably not. You know, you know, if anything, he'll, he'd probably sit as far away as he could on the moped and put his hands on his shoulders. Right. <laughs> unless unless you are me and, and you embrace awkward situations like that, which I've done with my buddy up in Chicago and just, you know, <laughs> I held on. I held on to him so tight. Um, but in that regard, especially with my my certain buddies, um, I I was <laughs> I was happy to uh to make it even more awkward. But it's, there's, amongst friends, it's like, you know, there is that love and affection and um, understanding, you know. So regardless of whether or not we are heterosexual or homosexual, like I would say for, for, for a decent amount of guys in America, that type of um, situation on mopeds or even giving each other hugs, um, telling each other I love you is rare, okay? That's my whole point. Over in India, uh, it's the exact opposite. You know, there's like, yeah, just 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 what I was explaining. So, my buddies in in Canada were like, no, dude, that's just how it is. Like, there's there's not the same. Um, it's a different culture. You know, like being affectionate. Um, you know, in a lot a lot of places, especially in like, uh, what am I thinking? In uh, the Middle East, you know, when you when you greet men, greet men. They kiss each other's on kiss, kiss each other on the cheeks, right? So kissing is different. 
hugging is different, just physical affection is different. And so it was just, it was fascinating to me because I was like, ah, that's, you know, like, I don't know if I need what I saw uh, going on in India, like to that level of that type of physical affection between men. I don't know if that's something I I yearn for, but I do know the deeper and deeper friendships that I make here in town, for instance, my most recent meeting of men, like, especially even with COVID, like a lot of these guys that were showing up to my men's meeting in person, um, either they were vaccinated or they didn't give a shit, whatever the case might be. But uh, f- there's a lot of hugs going on. And I think that's like, that's, I'm like, all right, this is good because a lot of the, the traditional old school, you know, representation of masculinity is arm's length, no physical affection, not a whole lot of emoting of any type of feelings or expressing emotions and especially I love yous is is not something that's I think in the past been um expressed a whole lot you know because I've talked to so many guys who said like my father was a man of very few words he never said he was proud of me he never said that he loved me he never you know said any of those things and here I am meeting guys where like not meeting guys um cultivating friendships hetero friendships uh well and yeah platonic relationships whether they are gay or straight because uh, i have a lot of friends <clears throat> i've made a lot of good really good buddies here in town who are gay um but knowing them knowing that i'm heterosexual and just keeping it platonic like even just being able to hug them tell them i love them just like earnestly from a, a place of like man I, I i love you i got your back if you need anything, I'm here for you, and vice versa. They say that to me, and I think that's pretty cool. I feel like it's the shifting of <clears throat> of men in this culture who are embracing emotional intelligence. They're embracing I love yous. They're embracing physical affection. They're they're embracing uh, emoting, <laughs> right? Showing their their emotions, uh, asking for help, asking for directions, <laughs> right? I think it's a really really healthy thing. My dad, uh, you know, at one point, I think, mentioned to his mother, my grandmother, before she passed away, years before she passed away, um, that he actually, that she never said a whole lot of I love you. So he started telling her I love you, and she started telling him I love you. And it was so interesting to then talk to my grandmother, and when I'd call in and check in with her, and she'd say I love you, I was like, the first time especially, it caught me by surprise. I was like, what? Oh, uh, love you too, Nana. That's awesome. Like, cool. I love that. And then now with my my dad, my sister, my brothers, um, there's the, like, talking on the phone or talking on a, a voice message, like, cool, love you, I'll, I'll talk to you soon. And yes, it's somewhat, like, casual, but it's still, like, you know, there's there's a, there's an intention behind letting them know that we love each other and, and expressing that rather than like, oh, it's just assumed so we don't have to say it. Like, bullshit. You got to say it. <clears throat> you don't have to say it. But I think it's healthy to say it is what I'm saying, right? Um, there's a lot of a love use between myself and my girlfriend. I think that's very healthy, you know, because for me, for, for a lot of my dating years, I didn't want to say it unless I really felt it. You know what I mean? So um, in some regards, there's been past girlfriends that I really loved but I wasn't in love with right so especially with that intimate part like I love my family my family members my my friends am I in love with them no I'm only in love with my significant other 
right? And so the I love you to her actually to me means so much more. Well, again, it's not to make uh, a love you to to mean more or to be more valuable than the love yous that I give to my buddies, to, to my to my dad, to my family members. Like those are just as important. It's just a different type of love, right? So I imagine if you're listening to this and you've got children, the way that you love your significant other uh, is a, a different type of love than the love that you love with your children, right? Which is also the t- different type of love that you love your dog, let's say, or your cat, or your your pet snake, whatever the case. <laughs> Which then, of course, moves into, like, I love my blender. I love these new jeans that have stretch material. I love it. I love that I can squat in them. Uh <laughs> But it, but it is something that I, I'm just more or less, uh, I'm, I'm joking tongue-in-cheek, but at the same time, it really, really is healthy to experience men uh, leading by telling me, you know, hey, man, I love you. I love what you're doing here. I love you as a person and not have it be like, um, yeah, I, I just think that there's been this f- this feeling that if you were to say I love you or to hug your buddy, whatever, that that means it, it implies that you're gay, right? as if being gay is so horrible, right? I like that a lot of these things are being broken down, you know, being that my dad's gay, I've got a lot of gay friends, uh, I can be very secure in my own sexuality, as can they, I can have a platonic relationship with them and, and everything's good, you know? Um, I was talking to a buddy even yesterday, I'm like, do you talk to your dad about you know, like his dating situation? I'm like, oh, absolutely. He's like, does he tell you details? He's like, yeah, yeah, he does. He's like, does he really? That's so awesome. I was like, at the end of the day, you know, I want my dad to know that I love him uncondition- uh, unconditionally. Do I need to know intimate, rela- you know, details of what you know what goes on in his relationships? No, he doesn't need to know about the intimate relationship details that's going on in my intimate relationship, right? But in terms of like supporting him to where he feels like he is unconditionally loved no matter how he shows up or what he's going through i think all people deserve that right even those who are hurting so much that they are doing horrible atrocities okay it's like that's the hardest those are the hardest people to to love you 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 don't you know there's no way that you can love uh someone's behavior no way, right, who are killing other people. I read earlier that there's been another shooting. Um, where was that, Tennessee? Or, I don't know, was that a FedEx place? Eight people are killed. I'm like, God damn it. And is it was it a woman that's shooting? I'm like, yeah, right, probably not. Of course not. It's a, it's a gunman, you know, not a good a gun woman. It's a gunman. And I think so many men, a gun going off on a caveat, little little... Um, diversion here is like so many men are hurting that I can still empathize with their hurt I can still empathize that they are a human being that they are loved by someone you know and just because I don't love their behavior um, whatsoever in fact I, I hate it and it's uh, but it gives me even more motivation to keep doing the work that I'm doing with men um my my heart still goes out to them to some degree that they must be in so much pain that they must think that their last resort 
is to express that pain through killing others and then killing themselves, you know, or being killed. And so my thought, my thought with all that is that like, at the end of the day, love certainly, I believe, breaks down all walls, you know? And so whatever walls, whatever pains that we as men have, whether it's pain from your own childhood, which it's pretty hard, pretty hard to go through your childhood and not have some sort of trauma or pain that needs to be healed or pain that's been um, bequeathed to you, you know, that you've inherited from <clears throat> previous generations, from your dad, from your grandfather. Like the further you go back, I think in, into anyone's lineage, you're going to find the alcoholics, the abusers. These are all men who have not had the tools of how to process their pain. They've been taught to not express, you know, their their emotions at all, their pain or the I love yous. And so I feel like the expression of men, you know, telling other men that uh, that they love each other and then not have to say something like, oh, but but no homo. Right. I, I never said that, but I uh, I've heard that, you know, on the Internet and sort of things, especially, especially from like kids these days, as if again, being, uh, being homosexual is a bad thing, right? No, it's just someone's sexual orientation. That doesn't make it right or wrong, right? And so, but still being able to express that love to me is, is a really good, even in, especially in a time like this, when there's so much shit that you could focus on in the world and on, on the news of like, it's very easy to potentially feel like the world is burning, right like we're all we're all going down um and i don't it's just not the the type of approach of outlook that that i think is healthier that i want to have i'm going to always be uh that optimist and i do feel like above all else uh love is love is going to lead the way you know so seeing that men are processing their pains working through their traumas they're, they're healing, they're integrating, and then they're able to love themselves and express that love for other men, other women, for, for, for animals, for the world. I think all of that is super, super healthy. So that's my, my uh, podcast episode here, but I want to leave you with the, the challenge of saying I love you to someone that you haven't said I love you to uh, perhaps in a long time. Someone who you do love and appreciate so much, but you've never said, I love you, you know? And for guys, it's, it's like, you know, <laughs> it's like the movie. I love you, man. <laughs> and that's how it is. There's still that, like, I love you, but I want to, I want you to let you know that this is not awkward, you know? So love you, brother. Like, love you too. But I think there's just something, it, it means a lot. I, I receive it when I'm told I love you by my, my buddies. And I totally mean it when I say it back to my, my, my buddies. I, I mean it when I say it to my, friends to my family members and certainly to my girlfriend um but i will say i love nutella crepes i really really do put some strawberries and bananas in there a whole bunch of nutella a warm crepe um i had one when i was walking around venice i actually had two in a row uh two mornings in a row and uh it, it gave me a stomach ache that i didn't love but yeah i'll leave you with that so <laughs> Tell someone that uh, that you love that you haven't maybe told them in a while. Tell them that you love them and uh, tell yourself that you're loved 
and that you love yourself. Find something about you that you also love because you're only able to love others uh, to the capacity that you can love yourself. So until we meet again, thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something that I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.